This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 75. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hello, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've had a fantastic start to the new year so far and all your language learning plans are in place and up and running. Um, I really appreciate you guys tuning into the show every week. Um, I, you know, without you, the show wouldn't exist. So I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to another fantastic year of answering your questions. And also I'd like to thank the sponsors of the show, italki, where you can get language lessons every week from the comfort of your own home. If you'd like to get a free lesson, simply head over to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, I've got a fantastic question today from Alexia, who wrote in by email. And this is Alexia's question. I've been learning Polish intermittently for a few years and can hold a basic conversation. However, I started learning Polish with the intention of being able to communicate with patients at work. I can still not take a medical history and wondered whether you have any tips for how to go about learning this. Cool. Okay, Alexia, thank you very much for your question. It's a great question. Now, I was in a restaurant recently in in Soho, in the centre of London. It was a Vietnamese restaurant. And I remember the waiter came in, and he was a Vietnamese guy. And he could barely speak any English. <laughs> he was. Uh, he said some stuff. It was very difficult to understand what he said. He he was very, very, um, you know, you, you know, you get these people who move abroad and they very quickly become, you know, start to adapt to the local culture. And then you get people who don't. And this is one of these guys, you know, in his way of being, his way of acting. He was very, very Vietnamese still. It was almost like he was still in Vietnam. Um, and I noticed that his English was very, very poor. Difficult to understand what he was saying. He was kind of rude. Didn't really seem to care about us as the customer. So I just remember thinking at that point, you know, wow, this is going to be a... And how does he do this job, you know? How does he get by? Um, but what was really, really interesting was as soon as we started to order the food. And I was with some people who were making some kind of funny requests as well. You know, can we have this dish a bit like that or like that? What does this have in it? You know, it was, yeah, it was kind of tough for him. Um, but he got through it absolutely fine. He knew exactly what we were talking about. He could answer all of our questions. And um, and it struck me, this guy can f- can do what he has to do in the job that he does perfectly. Despite the fact that on all other by all other accounts he's you know his English is dreadful, and so Alexia, when you asked me this question, this is the thing that came to mind for me. Now you've done a fantastic job, uh, actually being able to get to a conversational level in Polish. So you know, well done, congratulations. That's the main. You've broken the back of the language, and that's cool. But I think there's a question here of expectations, because if you have been studying conversational Polish for the last few years, then you know what makes you think that it's normal for you to suddenly be able to take a medical history in the language. You know, I would say that for most, pretty much anyone out there who has learned another language, even to a high level, you know, even if you're a C1 in a language, I'm not sure that you would accurately be able to take a medical history of somebody because it's very, very specific vocabulary that you need. If you think of a few medical conditions off the top of your head, you know, how many of you guys listening actually know how to talk about medical, like, you know, serious medical conditions in another language? We don't, right? It's not something that we that we know how to do. And the reason is because it's just not in our everyday vocabulary, right? It's not something you'd study ever, really, unless either it happened to you or you were studying the field, maybe in, in university or something like that, right? So 
the waiter could talk about some fairly complex food-related stuff because he was familiar with the context and he's familiar with the vocabulary and the types of questions that we would ask, all right? So quite simply, Alexa, all you have to do is to, is to take this great foundation that you've got and then actually intentionally target the 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 types of things that you will need to do in order to fulfill your duties uh, in your job, okay? And I would start by actively thinking about exactly what it is that you have to do, right? So imagine, uh, I'm assuming that you're, that you would normally do this in English. So I would start to make notes of all the things that you find yourself saying and doing on a daily basis at work in English, okay? These might be questions that you ask your patients. It might be simple greetings. It might be things that they say to you. And what you'll find is that after a while, the same things will start to crop up over and over again, okay? You're unlikely to have, to find yourself having unlimited amounts of new things being being said, all right? So start by kind of cataloging all the most common things that you, you're going to say or hear on a daily basis in English. And then what you need to do is figure out how to say that stuff in Polish, because it's going to be the same stuff. I don't think English people and Polish people have particularly different medical histories. But then I, I know I may be wrong, but I would have thought that the most common things would be the same in between both languages. What I would do then is I would take it to a tutor and you can go, you can get, you, maybe you have a, a Polish tutor already. Um, you might need to find someone with a bit more of a specialism. Okay, so you might, for example, go to italki and you might look for Polish speakers and see if anyone's got familiarity with uh, medical stuff um, and then work with a tutor and basically say to them exactly what you are looking for. So say, look, I, I work in a hospital. I need to um, learn to say a bunch of stuff in Polish. I've got the stuff here already. I know what I need to say. Can you help me say it? And then take lessons with them. And first of all, start by just translating the stuff. So, um, you know, if someone says, I have a history of high blood pressure, then get your Polish tutor to teach you exactly how to say that in Polish. All right, so start to basically translate across your catalogue of things in English into Polish. All right, now this sounds kind of rote and rather dull, and it might be, it may well prove to be that, but here's the thing, you already know the language, you can already speak Polish. We don't need to get any technical here. We don't need to make it any more complex than it actually is. Yours is a question of vocabulary. So once you've gone through and you've translated that stuff and you've learned it, you, know, you might like to use something like um, a lot of medical students I know use flashcards to test themselves on vocabulary. I like flashcards myself. There are people who don't. That's cool. There are other ways. Um, but that would be now, plenty of ways to go about memorizing vocabulary. And then once you've started to build up some of this vocabulary that you need in Polish, then with that same tutor, start to role play. All right. So tell them again, explain the kind of situations that you're in and then get your tutor to play the part of a patient and just role play over and over again. And then you'll, so then in that case, you'll start to put into action the vocabulary that you're using. And then that is very, very similar then to a, an actual case that you might have at work. You know, think about it. If you are there role-playing medical histories with your tutor in Polish, you know, how different is that really going to be from what you're going to encounter at work? It's going to be a very, very fast, efficient, effective way of um, of doing that. Okay, so I hope that makes sense. It, it's not much more complicated than that, I don't think. You will straight away find that applying you'll find it practical and applicable to, to work. There will still be things, obviously, that patients say uh, that you don't understand. 
If that's the case, make a note of it, take it back to your tutor, get them to explain it. It's really a process of systematically going through um, the the vocabulary that you need until you need it. All right. One other thing you could do, depending on if this takes your fancy or not, is to actually read uh, books on that subject matter in Polish. If you can get, um, I don't know, a book of some kind which features a lot of medical histories. Often in this case, the, the difficulty is actually finding appropriate material. You know, how can you find something to read that has in it the kind of vocabulary that you need. You know, I'm not sure. That's something I'd have to look into. But anyway, this is something that you'll be able to do really quickly with with a bit of focus and a bit of uh, energy. Um, you know, it really in no time you're going to start to be able to take these these case histories in Polish, and I have no doubt that you'll do really really well. So I hope that's helpful for you, Alexia. And if you would like to ask me a question, maybe you're having some kind of struggle at the moment with your language learning. Maybe you run up against a brick wall, or you're just looking for a way to 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 learn faster to achieve your goals quicker why not send me a question i'd be very happy to answer it on the podcast all you have to do is go over to i will teach you a forward slash ask also if you've been listening to the show for some time and you and you've been enjoying it um, there is one thing you could do that would mean the world to me which is to leave a honest review of the show on itunes this helps me well this does a number of things not only does it help me um, reach other people out there who may be struggling with with language learning and help them to discover the show but it's also extremely motivating for me to see people out there who are enjoying and appreciating the show so if you'd like to do that if you'd like to help me out and leave a review for the show you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash review now at the end of every episode i'd like to leave you with a resource of some kind on the topic of the show and i think related to today there was an episode back in um, let me see which one was it episode uh, 59 and it was from a great guy called Derek who was living in Sweden and he wanted to know how he could understand his colleagues at work and it's a very very similar case to what Alexia's talked about today it's about identifying exactly what you need and starting to systematically work through it okay so I recommend that you go back and listen to that which will be at I will teach you a language.com forward slash episode 59 Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.